Hello, and welcome back to our latest installment of Eye for an Eye. We are your hosts, Julia, Lisa, and Matt, and we are here to determine whether the punishment, or lack thereof, fits the crime. Due to the graphic nature of some of the topics we will be touching on, listener discretion is advised. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Hey. Oh, I like that. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Lisa. I'm here with Jules and Matt. And we are back with another case of eye for an eye. Now, this one is definitely interesting. Let us know. I'm actually kind of curious. Do you like us to do a little banter in the beginning, in the end, all throughout? I'm just curious. But recently, we've been really into just getting right into the new Yeah, and the sometimes crimes. we can't fight the banter. Yeah, we can't. Can't fight it. Can't fight it. But let's get right into this case because it is definitely a interesting one and I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on it all because the outcome is pretty interesting. And it's very similar to a case which we'll touch on later that we've already covered, which we'll have you listen to once we bring that up later. So let's talk about it. Today we are talking about Dale Bollinger. Now, Dale Bollinger was brought up in a military household, and his father was in the U.S. Air Force. So they moved around a lot. If you know anything about being a military family, you, you're stationed different places. You know what's up. Yeah, so you're moved around, you know, quite a bit in childhood. So that's something to consider as well as we talk through this case. He claimed, Dale himself claimed that he had been suppressed as a child, and according to Dale, he'd been having more he began having more deviant thoughts at a very very young age so dale reports at the age of six that he had his first thoughts of cannibalism now For me, it was 16 but yeah <laughs> we all developed differently four <laughs> what was interesting about this first recount at the age of six is he recalled having fantasies about the staff at his kindergarten taking some of the girls to the kitchen to eat them so this was kind of interesting at first is one because what the fuck is a six-year-old having a cannibalism dream about or fantasy about i was gonna say interesting <clears throat> is it though what was frightening the, no the interesting part was that dale in his little fantasy world was not originally the cannibal. Right, he's not the one doing the yeah, eating. That's, he was I do think that's interesting. Somebody else was yeah. doing the eating. He was just a witness. Cool, Dale. That's and, not weird at all. Yeah. <laughs> and he later confessed that by the time he got to around 14 years old, he then started having fantasies where he was the perpetrator, where he was the villain of the piece and wondered what it would be like to eat a girl. All very interesting. I would love to Honestly, dive into it, but softer, better smelling than the male. Yeah, our cherry chapstick. Come on, come on. So when Dale was asked later on, after all this went down, which we'll go over the case in a bit, he was asked, "When did your interest in the sorts of things we have been hearing about begin?" And he replied, "Probably with puberty, but before that, it was me saving other children. When I first started school, I had a fantasy about children being stolen and cooked, and I would save them, and that changed around puberty." I think this is interesting. I know. I thought it was so interesting to like see that such because in the other case that we'll talk about a little bit later that we've already covered it seemed like it was kind of from the start he was never the hero but it's weird that around puberty the thoughts twist it because that's when you become more sexual and become more aware something i never right right so 
Dale reported that his mother, who was always quite domineering, had made a drunken pass at him when he was 15, which had left him shocked. Like I wanted to remind everybody, he claims that at the age of six is when these fantasies began, but around 14 is when he said that he was the villain of his fantasies. So I wonder if that had anything to do with it. I mean, obviously it didn't have much to do with the beginning unless something happened to him prior that he's not recollecting or not disclosing. Right. But it's very interesting to think about. and. He seemed to understand his fantasies and fetishes were not the norm, as he described his cannibalism fantasy as a kind of, quote, Jekyll and Hyde situation, which for those who don't know is a, I believe it's a musical, it's a player musical, where a man I mean, has... I believe it was a book, if I'm not mistaken. It's probably both. It I mean, it's definitely a musical or a play. It comes from some sort of like art form. It, it came from a book, I'm like point. Yeah. Yeah. A man who had basically split personality or multiple personality disorder, which I know is now called dissociative identity disorder, I believe Sounds is the right. correct term, where one of the halves of himself was like this evil monster and the other one was like this family man, whatever. He, that's how Dale himself kind of thought of his fantasy life, where he was kind of like a Hannah Montana situation where like, during the night or in his own mind he was this like deviant but in real life he was a family man he was he had kids of his own he had a wife so i thought that was interesting as well a pretty relatively normal guy and he also noted that he didn't think he would ever be able to actually harm anyone they were just fantasies and he said in an interview quote i think it was more to do with my disliking of my mother more than hating women end quote because you'll see that his fantasies did always center around women young women at that dale seemed to be able to hide his dark side from those around him as he did go on to become a registered nurse working at the queen mother hospital in margaret kent which is in the uk and got married and had four kids of his own so he really was playing that jekyll and hyde role right who would have thought this family man four kids a wife a nurse well yeah that's what i was gonna say you're not sitting behind a desk at your office crunching numbers you're actively pursuing a role that's you have to have some sort of compassion to be helping people all day regardless of you know what type of nurse and listen shout out to my nurses beyond dale obviously not shout out to him but i'm currently in nursing school it's hard work and you are truly doing the lord's work for sure in a hospital especially right now during covid but really all the time i think nurses are underrated but like not everybody knows like the nurse is the one that you want to deal with yeah exactly so anyway so he was in our stale and i thought that was again something interesting to note now i started adding pictures in my show notes you guys because i I like instead of having to google it i just want people to be able to like feel it in the moment with me so let's talk about what dale did Dale decided that he needed to merge his innermost deviant thoughts with the real world. I always refer to this a lot. I mean, not always, but I refer to this a lot. And I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but Rule 34. Rule 34 is a rule that exists in the internet, you know, atmosphere. And that basically states that, quote, if it exists or can be imagined, there is internet porn of it, end quote. And I learned this when I was in middle school. And let me tell you, it is real. Now, it's real on all ends of the spectrum, right? The deviant to like the most like eggs being cooked, very mundane things. I've seen, not willingly, someone brought it up, but I've seen a dragon having sexual intercourse with a car exhaust pipe as a cartoon if you can think about it it's yeah, there unfortunately i wish we could harness that power for yeah. something else and i've come to realize that 
that like fantasy internet world does start to bleed into the real world. Like that's a real fetish for someone. I don't know if you guys have seen like My Strange or Strange Sex or whatever on TLC. No, I've people seen My are, Strange Addiction. People but... are like intimate relationships with the Eiffel Tower, roller coasters, cars, balloons. Um, we're gonna have to, that'll be part of our documentary day. <laughs> just watching Strange Sex. Oh my God. We're gonna just do a whole different podcast on that because we don't yuck other people's yums here unless it's hurting somebody right. else. Right. The deviant is. is the part. Yeah that we're kind of not okay with, right? And we've done a whole series on necrophilia as well, which we had a really great conversation with an author of a book regarding deviant desires and specifically necrophilia. So go check that out. But in any case, Rule 34 is something to keep in mind here when we talk about Dale. As I touched on in part one and part two of our Deviant Desires series, as well as in episode 38, which we called Girl Meat Hunter, which covered Gilberto Valle, there are outlets for people with more deviant desires on the internet. And not just on the deep, dark internet. Like on the surface web, there are ways to find forums for like-minded individuals. And we'll talk about our thoughts on those because that's part of talking about all this. Hopping on those chat rooms, my guess I mean, not for all these people, but I think they exist to keep the more egregious desires confined to a computer chat room and not let it seep into the real world, right? And we'll talk about how we feel about that, but like having an outlet for people to express these more deviant thoughts, helping them not commit actual crimes. Yeah, that's something I'm kind of like... Yeah, we'll have to... We'll discuss it because it's one of my questions. You guys are always welcome to come to my house. Let's just put it that way. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) What does that mean? End scene. One of those forums, Dale, who used the pseudonym Chris C., found himself in was the Dark Fetish Network. Like I was talking about in the couple sentences above that, what I was saying is our case covering Gilberto Valle. If you think Dark Fetish Network sounds familiar, it's because it is. That is also the chat room that Gilberto Valle found himself in. And an interesting part of the case is while investigating Gilberto's case is how they caught Dale. So I thought that was an interesting connection. That's how I came across Dale's case in general. And it's interesting when you Google this case, Dale's case, all the articles are about Gilberto. It's very interesting because they are very interconnected in the atmosphere as far as like what they did and what their desires were and fantasies. As of this episode recording right now, which is at the very end of November 2021, I have not been able to locate this website on the surface web. However, due to the nature of the website, I'm sure it takes a little more than a Google search to happen upon it or websites like it. And I was not about to go deep diving on like 4chan or whatever, because Lord knows it would take me to some other route that I don't want to be on. Yeah. You already have issues with your TikTok. I would recommend. (laughs) We don't need any more TikTok problems. So an article by The Mirror, which is a website that reported on this, um, had a screen grab of his profile. So I just wanted to go through a few bits of the information that we found on his profile. And we'll post a picture of this as soon as we air this episode so you guys can all read it as well. But it's arguable that Dale's troubles began well before he hopped on the Dark Fetish Network site. But when he logged onto the network, it seemed that he left his fantasies really start to slip into reality. It seems to be a prerequisite to have a disturbing username on the site as Gilberto Valle's username was Girl Meat Hunter. Dale chose the name Meat Market Man. Yikes. So we have Girl Meat Hunter and Meat Market Man. Why? I don't know. I guess it really gets right to the point. 
And on his profile, which again, we'll post a picture of the screen grab from the mirror, he writes that he is 40 years old, which was interesting because he is really 57 at the time that he made this, lives in the UK. His main fetish is, quote, cannibalism, mainly the hunting and preparation of young, parentheses, and sometimes not so young women. On the gory side, I have a large number of recipes that I'd love, in all caps, to try out. And under what he would like to do with people he meets online, he put chat, exchange recipes, and generally get to know people. Hey, I love exchanging recipes, but I think we're talking about different kinds. <laughs> different recipes. He ain't bringing this to the Christmas party. No, no. His Thanksgiving dinner looking a little different. Under what he would like to do with someone he meets offline, he put, quote, hmm, would have to see what they were up for. Bondage and control, okay, pretty, we're normal right now, like in the normal realm of kinks and fetishes. Being trained as a slave, still more on the normal side, but if unsuitable, then helping me refine my cookbook. That's when we veer left. And again, Washington. we don't yell That was, that was down a, spiraling the whole way down. He's like, I'm into bondage. That's cool. He's like, I'd make you a sex slave if you want. And then like, right. you know what? If not, we, we can just cook you. Cookie. We'll just make something out of your food. <laughs> like, it's funny because he's all about consent, it seems, up until the last Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything was like, if you're down for this, cool. But <laughs> then I'll cook you if you're I'll not. I'll cook you if you're not. Yeah. So you're in? All right. No, you're in. <laughs> so clearly when Dale logged in as Meat Market Man, because I just have to say Meat Market Man as many times as I possibly can in this in this show. So that is actually my wrestler name, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed his self-described Jekyll and Hyde personalities became one. So I will warn you, this is where things get pretty disturbing. Oh, good. I thought we were already there. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets worse. It's getting worse. Yeah. So on the Dark Fetish Network, which we'll talk about probably in more cases to come, we've already spoke about it, you have the option to chat with other like-minded users on this site. And again, that's how they ended up catching Dale, because Gilberto, who was also a like-minded individual, was doing the same kind of stuff. So as Dale had a cannibalism fetish, he found himself deep within the cannibalism chat rooms. However, it is within those chat rooms that he also found his demise. Dale began chatting with a girl who he believed to be a 14-year-old girl named Eva, who claimed she was a Mexican girl living in Germany. I'm going to pause you right there. If he thought she was 14, Mm -hmm. that means she's likely like 10, younger Mm -hmm. than that. Like nobody, I mean, maybe not nobody. Typically, people lie up about their age versus lying down, although that might be a part of somebody's weird stuff. Yeah, I'm disturbed, yeah. and we haven't even gotten to it. Yeah, like that that sentence alone before the cannibals and stuff like that. Boop, all done. You're done. Get yeah. out. Like, right. That's that's. Bleep. All right, you're 57. Get it together. Not that cannibalism fetishes or something I condone <laughs> when you're older. I was going to say, yeah, like what? Like if he's 35. But he did say in his profile he preferred younger meat. Enough with that. Um, so go get some fucking <laughs> lamb, dude. Right. Almost immediately. Dale's chats with Eva were off to a very disturbing start. It seemed like they were cutting no corners. I mean, let's be real. They found each other in a cannibalism chat room. So you're Mm -hmm. already... Like, when I was young, actually Hannah and I, we used to log on to, like, like funny chat rooms. And, like, probably talk with, like, old men that we didn't know were old men. 
But, like, it was not a cannibalism chat room. It was, like, a poker chat room. Like, that we somehow, like, sneaked our way into. But, like, nothing was... I mean, it got weird, for sure. Deviant-ass <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. But it did... We weren't already, <laughs> It got uh, weird, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it was a weird weird time. But I think everyone did that kind of stuff, you know? Like, ASL, age, sex, location, like that shit. Ew. Okay. Anyways. I definitely did not, but I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> so... Another quick wording here, as I said before, this is where it gets a bit disturbing, and I'm going to have Jules and Matt read through his chat messages, as the details are important, I think, when we eventually discuss the sentencing of the case. Because um, I think we can talk about cannibalism fetishes until we're blue in the face, because apparently that's a lot of people, and we have, I have at least three other cases that we haven't done yet that I am about to write up that are around the same type of situation, and we've already covered one, so... Uh, not common, but like it's a common deviant thing, but it's where the chats go weird. It's yeah. where like I really think the details are important. And you know, we like details here at this at this eye for an eye podcast. To a fault. Yeah. Love them. So not long after beginning his chat with Eva, Dale wrote as Meat Market Man. So just to go over really quickly, Matt's gonna be Meat Market Man, <laughs> Dale, and then Jules is going to be Eva, who again, let me remind you. Dale believed was a 14 year old little girl. Hold on, let me get in character for this one. So it's a little bit of a long one, so just bear with us. Meat Market Man. Meat Market Man. Ew, I hate everything about you. Okay. The idea of us making love and then eating you is a very great turn on. I've been called a very generous lover, and I would be very generous to you before I prepped you for the table. So that was one of his first messages to her, mind you. He's very disturbed. And I guess <laughs> I'm already bothered. <laughs> Wait till you read the rest of this. The, but what I guess what I was trying to say before that completely slipped my mind is like you already kind of know what you're getting into. So it seems like they don't like use pleasantries. They just jump right, right in to like it's not hey how, how are you? Day? Yeah. Tell me about yourself. It's like I want to cook you and put you on my dinner table. How would you like me to kill you first? Like what's and guys. We're going to have a field day with one of the cases that I'm going to cover next. It's it's prepped and almost ready for consumption. Launch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're going to get into a longer conversation between Dale and Eva. Again, Matt is playing Meat Market Man. Meat Market. And Jules will be Eva, who, let me remind you just one more time, these are very disturbing. And it would be disturbing no matter what her age, but keep in mind her age that he believes at this point in time. Do we is find 14. out her real age? I don't think they ever actually found okay. out who she was. Okay. But that's all. We'll talk about it. All right. Let's kick it off. Let's go meet Market Man. Meet Market Man. Meet Market Man. Okay. You said you wanted to be beheaded. I need a man, real one, to do it. I've got the cleaver and the experience. Really want to do it? I would want to have your body afterwards for food. I don't know why I want this, but since I was 12, I needed it. I'll show you my cleaver and chopping block if you want. Yes. I hate this so much. I know. It's terrible. Oh, my God. And this is my preferred pose for you as I slice your head off. At this point, he sent her a picture, just so you know. I hope, hoped it was bigger. It's big enough and very sharp. How wide is your neck, then? You are real. I met many liars. And like later on, they like logged off and they came back for their conversation because I'm clearly the narrator in this play. How are you? Hungry. My slow cooker smells amazing. What do you mean? 
I'm cooking chicken and lots of fresh veg in a slow cooker, and the smell is amazing. Well, that's semi-normal, at least. Jesus Christ. Not the cannibal part, the chicken. I haven't, eat, I haven't eaten a thing, and suddenly Wait, I don't Wait, I'm sorry. To. This is a total side note. I always think it's fascinating. We should do a poll of, uh, if you call it... Cooker or crock pot? Crock pot. Crock pot. Okay. I wonder if that's a regional thing. So would you be willing to be killed by your own choice of method as long as I could do it, knowing that I'd eat you after? Yes. A later exchange went, You really want to be beheaded then? Yes, when? Can you get to England for next weekend? Yes. How will you come? Train, ferry, or plane? I think by train through the channel. Great. I can meet you at Ashford International Train Station and take you home to kill you. It can be that easy. Easy? If you want to do it, it can be that easy. Listen, I have hundreds of messages of curious liars, etc. I don't know what they want, really. Meet me at Ashford International Train Station and I will complete on the deal. I've twice eaten girls. How do I know? I can't prove it, but I have killed two people for their meat, both by snapping their necks. I'm very willing to kill you by your preferred method, but I do like woman food. Girl, back on the menu. As for cooking you in many different ways, I don't like waste and I'll eat everything from your feet to your face. Roasts, sausages, even your awful. Awful. I don't know what the fuck that is. I have a great recipe for haggis and black pudding. Which is blood pudding. You'll be completely consumed. Eva later writes, I am almost crying of desire. Get over here as soon as you want and I'll deal with your gorgeous, firm, young, and above all, edible body. (laughs) Um, Eva then reveals she isn't 16... As she had previously claimed, but 14. The last one I ate was five. So he then claimed he had been given the child by an Eastern European alcoholic woman. And? After she left the country, I ate the girl. How did you do it? Tried her alive, but not great. Could only taste the blood, so I snapped her neck and cut her up and ate her over about three weeks. Used her bones to make stock and have only run out about six months ago. So how old are you then? Fourteen. Okay, younger than I thought, but I'm still hungry for your meat. You'll do fine. After he claimed to have killed and eaten a woman of 39, Eva asks, And do you really want to behead me, my love? If that's what you want, then yes. I want your meat. How I get it is less important for me. So after that, uh disturbing conversation wow dale was very clearly willing and ready to meet up with eva and even more disturbing he had recently purchased an axe Ooh. the chats go on and on there's like pages and pages and pages of them but bollinger ended up telling the girl i want to make love to you to remove your sweet head and to eat the idea of making love to you then eating you is a very great turn on 
I've been called a very generous lover, and I'd be very generous to you before I prepped you for the table. So Bollinger also discussed in their conversations about how he was going to buy an axe and referred her to pictures of axes on the internet. In another chat, he appeared to send a photograph, which we'll post because they have the photograph, during a chat log with a girl named, or her screen name was, quote, Hannah Hotwife, end quote, saying he had bought an axe for the girl who he had recently beheaded, a reference investigators believed was about Eva. Now this picture is disturbing what this is like um do we think this is equivalent of like men holding fish fish over that axe and you it would be really the same thing. yeah literally. i'm sorry i hate to draw nail on the head i though. hate to draw it's, the parallel he's just showing up like yay it's, it's, yeah. it's disturbing i think i don't like seeing deer dead deer dead fish dead anything manly men Axe holder. So on September 17, 2012, the day before he was due to meet his alleged victim, Bullinger bought an axe from Broadstairs Kent and told the girl that all she needed to do was get on the train, as you heard through hey, the. Just so we know, September 17th is my birthday. <gasps> wow. I do that. And There's always also, some weird shit with the birthdays. Yeah, yours was right before Dale was trying to axe a girl's head off. Nice. Jesus, Dale. I was right. turning 21. <laughs> what were you it, doing? <laughs> damn it, Dale. What the fuck? Damn it, Dale. Yeah, damn it, Dale. So little did Dale know, the New York field office of the FBI was investigating internet chats that had to do with rape, killing, and cannibalism of women and girls, and they were hot on Dale's track. Hot on his tracks. Now, yeah. they discovered... The email address meetmarketman at rocketmail.com. That's why I couldn't get it. It was already taken. Damn, Damn it. it. I just a, need to put a one at the end. My wrestler name would have been perfect. <laughs> email us at meetmarketman at rocketmail.com. <laughs> I'm a rocket man. But it was being accessed from a computer in Kent again, which is in the UK, and the information was passed to the local police. And like I said at the top of the show, the way that they were investigating this was through that dark fetish net website. And, like, the IP addresses that were connected to it and the email addresses that were connected to it. And one of the cases that kind of sounded them off to Dale's case was Gilberto Valle, which I believe I said was episode 38. So go check that out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So this account, the meat market man, was traced back to Bollinger, as I said, using the IP address. And on September 18th, the day after Matt's birthday in 2012, mm-hmm. and while the FBI was preparing to arrest Dale, he was on his way to the Ashford station to meet up with Eva as they had planned. Now, he literally showed up, Matt and Jules. He was dismayed when he realized Eva didn't show, and Dale asked her about it, wondering what had happened. And she said she was at the station, but was not able to contact him. And we'll talk about all this in a bit. On February 21st, 2013, only a few short months after his failed attempt to meet up with Eva, the FBI ended up catching up to Dale and arrested him while he was working at the hospital. Oh, I forgot that 
I know that he's a narcissist. And Dale quickly confessed. Now, let's talk about it. So police got a search warrant for Dale's home and found more disturbing items. Computer disks found in his home showed a girl aged between six and nine laying naked on a serving plate with an apple in her mouth. What? Numerous photos depicting the dismemberment and eating of women and other pictures that were of similar nature. When questioned about the images, Bollinger told the police, quote, I do not find children sexually attractive, but I do find them interesting as a food source, end quote. Like, does that make it better? Like... Well, he also was trying to have sex with a 14-slash-16-year-old and then eat her. Right, so, so I think what he we... was just trying to, like, dumb down the, right. that part of it. He admitted in an interview that the discs found in his home, which contained indecent images of the children that we just described, were his uh, they were found in your home. And he told police that he believed Eva, who had never been identified, was probably a man in his 30s, quote, surrounded by pizza boxes, end quote, and denied that he would ever actually decapitate someone in real life. Who is Dale to judge Eva surrounded by pizza boxes? I am really almost in my 30s, and I am often surrounded by pizza boxes. Yeah, that's a dream. Yeah, it's a dream come true. He also tried telling police that he had online chats with Eva who wished to be decapitated, and he claimed that he was so concerned by what she was saying that he believed the girl to be at risk, which is why he claims that he traveled to the Ashford International Station in Kent to meet her. What a piece. He said that when he... Um, that when he got there and waited for her to arrive, when she would eventually arrive, he would have taken her right to the police station as he was disturbed from what she was saying. Prosecutor Martin Yale mentioned conversations Bollinger had with other users on the Dark Fetish Network, including someone called Sally and another person called Lindsay Sue, who wanted to become a slave, which we talked about was his fetish before becoming part of his cookbook. The court heard that Bollinger had gone to meet her at London's Euston Station, but that she never arrived. So this is now the second time. Yeah, how many times is he going to fall right? for this? So he was caught for Eva, but he had other users claiming that he tried to meet up with them and genuinely showed up to the locations. Before the trial, he pleaded guilty to one count of making indecent pseudo-photographs of children and seven counts of publishing an obscene article. So he's claiming that he helped photoshop pictures of girls in these positions which i my neighbor who lives across the street from me they're moving thank god did the same exact thing about four years in jail for it we'll talk about not uh, the cannibalism part but very close and to an underage girl so he is on the sex offender list so and what prosecutors say was the evidence that he was willing to act which we will talk about on his fetish fantasies in reality Bollinger also admitted a charge of administering a poison or noxious substance after he put a cloth soaked in dry cleaning fluid over a female friend's mouth in July 2010. And this incident was never reported to police, which the lady who this happened to um, said she deeply regrets. She just was scared and like didn't know what to do at the time. So when asked about the axe that he had purchased the day before going to meet Eva, Dale Bollinger told police, at no time have I ever killed, kidnapped, taken, or eaten a person. The court heard that Bollinger told the police that he had bought the axe from the home-based store to remove two tree stumps from the side of his house. He told police that he never discussed his fantasies with his wife, Rosemary, or his son Rick, and said that he felt ashamed 
He said, quote, it was less to do with sexual gratification and more to do with anger. The people that do it, cannibalism, are seriously deranged, and I may be many things, but I am not deranged, end quote. And Paul Jarvis, who was defending Bollinger, said, quote, there is not a single piece of evidence from the family home to say that anyone met their death there or has been consumed at the property, end quote. Because like he said to Eva, he said he had previously killed two people who right. tried to suffocate, I guess, or like incapacitate his his co-worker. There was no evidence to say that he had actually committed the crimes that he was telling Eva about in that chat. I mean, I guess that's like... We'll have to talk about it. It's going to yeah, be part of this. Yeah, the American father of three, so he was American, by the way. He was living in the UK, but he was American. He was convicted of two counts of making indecent photographs of his children, administering poison with intent, because he was later charged for that specific crime, seven counts of publishing obscene articles, and attempting to meet a child under 16 following grooming. He was tried in the UK, but it was in conjunction with the people in the US, because um, Gilberto Valley was New York City. That's where he was at. So it was the FBI in New York that was investigating these crimes, but he was tried where it took place. Psychiatrists determined that Bollinger was not suffering from any form of mental illness because, of course, with the nature of his conversations, they wanted to rule that out first. Now, at his sentencing, Tim Smith, who was an investigator on the case, said, quote, there is no doubt in my mind Bollinger represents a very real and great danger to the public, end quote. And at his trial, Judge Adele Williams described his behavior as, quote, abhorrent, shocking, and dangerous, end quote. And I think, which we'll talk about in detail when we talk about eye for an eye here in a second, I think the parts that they're focusing on is, one, he actually has attacked someone before. Two, he showed up to the station. And three, he bought an axe, Um, which his defense team tried to, you know, obviously explain away. But... After a four-day trial, Bollinger was found guilty of attempting to meet a girl under the age of 16 following sexual grooming. He was sentenced to nine years in prison. He was also given a sexual offenses prevention order, which banned him from accessing the internet without permission. Now, the nur- this is obvious, I would hope, but the nursing and midwifery counselor ruled that Bollinger still represents a danger to the public and barred him from being a nurse um, in the nursing profession. Thank which, God. Like, I don't know how that would even be a question. I yeah. think if you do drugs, like, you're out, let alone t- talk about killing someone on the internet by eating them and beheading them. But this is where things get interesting, and we'll get into it in a second. They keep getting interesting, and I don't due know where it good, stops. Yeah, due to good behavior, Dale Bollinger was released from jail after serving only half of his nine-year sentence. Upon his release, Dale was moved back to the U.S. Now, some articles said he was deported back to the U.S. Some articles said he fled, but it was not really consistent whether he just came back because he wanted to get away from ooh, away from where this crime happened or if he was forced out because he had committed a crime. Now, he is currently a registered sex offender in Blair, Nebraska, and he is currently a registered sex offender in Blair, Nebraska. Bollinger's appearance in the child-filled settlement of less than 8,000 sent locals into a meltdown after one of his new neighbors learned of his dark past. Many of the neighbors and people in that neighborhood wanted to know why they weren't forewarned that this man with such a past was moved into their neighborhood where their kids live. 
A county attorney, Scott Vanderschaff, said in a statement, quote, we want to inform the citizens of Washington County that law enforcement and the county attorney's office know the location of Mr. Bollinger, and you can rest assured that he is not a threat to the community at this time. So let's talk about this whole case. So I have a few questions, and I think we can kind of bounce off of each other for these ones. Now, the first question is kind of going back a little bit in time. Do you think the websites and forums, such as the Dark Fetish Network, give people who have those more deviant fetishes a productive outlet so they do not have to act on any harmful fantasies and they can keep it in that fantasy world? Or do you think it gives them a breeding ground to get more extreme and thus act out on their desires? No, I think that's hard to say. Yeah. Because truly these forums exist for like every fetish. Oh, yeah, I believe that. I mean, the internet's a big dark place. A lot of the times they can be healthy and productive. Like, don't, do you think that, um, like, like if Dale, for instance, had to suppress this and did not have an outlet, he would have snapped? Or do you think, like, this is a way for him to make plans? And we're going to talk about this again and again. He kind of did snap, right? Like, he kind of snapped. I mean, he was in the process of meeting with this 14-year-old girl. And he had an axe. Snuffed out one of his, tried to snuff out one of his coworkers. Um, God knows what he was going to do with her. And there's there's also a conversation that has been had about um, these, like, children sex robot things where people think that, the production of those could reduce actual offending pedophiles and pedophilia, which is the same kind of conversation. Like, is providing a still sick and twisted but safer route for these people to act out these deviances, these desires, a better alternative than just letting them figure it out on their own and possibly act because they have that impulse? Or do we think it, it does kind of give a permission slip to these people like, hey, go figure it out and hope you don't plan it, but maybe you will. Can it be yes to both? I yeah. mean, I mean, depending on the person. Yeah, well. depending on the person. For some people, it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? But I guess if that's what you're into. Is kind of a yes or no. So in that regard, do you say yes, then it is helpful for some? It is helpful for some, I think. I, think, for think some. But I also think so it could be. do we think they should exist? I'm a big believer in everybody's right to believe in what they want so if you think that this is acceptable and you're okay being on these forums and you're responsible about it then by all means you should be able to but if you're dale bollinger aka meat market man then i don't think you should probably be given free will to meet 14 year old girls because but that's the one thing about on, well, he did. He did though. Well, that's the one thing about the internet. It's like, least you you even said you and Hannah can go on these chats and yeah, you know fuck around, so, right? It's, it's a joke, right? But as a twelve year old kid, you don't realize the, the creepy people that are out there. Yeah, and if you at uh, you let somebody access your webcam, your IP address. Yeah, especially nowadays. Yeah, so, four webcams when we did that. Telling you, man. So I'm thinking, like everyone who watches like child pornography doesn't go on to commit commit crimes of that nature i don't know i don't know but not everybody like (laughs) not everybody follows the rules so you know you can have one person that breaks the rules and does that mean punishment for everyone meaning that these sorts of internet communities get shut down because people abuse it i don't know that's that's hard 
and that's something like I do <laughs> this is on a totally different level but something I dealt with a lot as like a teacher like do we punish the whole class for the behavior of a few children like do mm-hmm. we shut down these online forums which are safe air quotes productive air quotes for some just because others Take go advantage. beyond there yeah yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you in that, Jules. Like, you just you can't really say one way or the other. Like, yeah, this is punishable for everybody because just because you're on these sites, you're a quote unquote like creepy or you're quote unquote disturbed. Like, no, there's some people who are just fucking around. Some people who are interested. Some people who are dipping their toes in the water. And then there are people like Dale who are like, "Yo, here's this axe I just bought. Which position right. do you like to be killed in?" So speaking of. Sorry, that just sounds so fucked up. So speaking of that part of it, do you think he was going to, he was in the action? Like, do we think that should be considered as in the act of committing a crime? Absolutely. Yes. Seems to me like he was very... Yeah, and so what I also think was interesting, but I felt like I kept interrupting you, Lisa, was that he was charged with attempting to meet a girl under the age of 16 after following... Mm-hmm. I'm uh, happy that that's a charge. What? Like, I'm happy that that's That's what I'm on. saying. I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised they've really had enough grounds to charge him mm-hmm. because you could write off. You know, we're new homeowners. I could need an axe to you know do X, Y, yeah, and Z. And Pete, their axes exist not for chopping. Up right. Bodies. So I like Except that. Separate could... world, I guess. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, so I don't know. I think that's hard to say only playing devil's advocate do i think that dale like is an innocent man absolutely not like do you think having a chat with someone solely just a chat if he never went to meet up with her and he didn't meet up with her do you think that there should be a law against that or do you think it's kind of free speech free will you talk about whatever the fuck you want even if it is i'm gonna chop your head off and put you on a dinner plate even though the the other part of the conversation is willing which again is the case I'm working on. Ooh, it's a, it's a crazy one. Do we think in, we're only specifically talking about this case, because it is hard to kind of not wrap in other cases and other crimes, but just for what Dale, we know he has done, do we think an eye for an eye was met? Was nine-year sentence fair? And then was it fair that he only served half the sentence? So in reality, it was more like a 4.5-year uh, sentence. Do we think that that is adequate for what he was convicted of? <laughs> I don't know if adequate is the right word, but I think it's reasonable considering what they can actually prove. Prove. If we talk about what he has potential to commit, that's a whole other story. But, like, what can we prove that he did? What? I don't know. I'm fucking weirded out by this guy. I think they definitely shouldn't have been released after four years. I am just like creeped out by him. Wait, well, he that's should have. He been should not have. Oh. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. he's a creep. Is this fair? I think nine is closer, but I think it's more like twenty. The guy Before literally attempting was attempting to meet a girl under mm, the age of sixteen. What I want to know is what would have happened if he had succeeded. Say she had gotten in touch with him. What happens next? He ends up killing this Well, that's girl. an assumption, right? Because he didn't. Right. That's what I'm saying. But he did have an axe and he did Based off, job off her head. Yeah. I'm looking more about it as like, I think what can, probably They can write off happened. the axe. Yeah, I guess. It's like, <laughs> Can't they? What's he do for a living? But he specifically sent her a picture of it and told her what he was going to do with it. That's what I mean. I'm, Does that change it? 
Yes. Or does it, could you still say he was just wood chopping, just feeding into the fantasy? I think you can. I'm not saying that's what I no, think. No, I know. I just love that you're in legalese. In legalese, it's like yes, there is grounds. Reasonable doubt. There's right. reasonable doubt. There's grounds to that's say that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't. And I agree with you, Jules. Like as an attorney, you could definitely be like, I'd yeah, no, him. like this is bullshit. And which just, I am a licensed. He was, <laughs> yeah. Right, me like, too. clearly the whole dark net form is supposed to be fantasy, so they could probably write off everything said in that chat. Like, that's what it's made for. It's a cannibalism chat room. They're not talking about ponies and, like, horse shows. They're talking about cannibalism. So, like... Yeah, but did any of them buy an axe and meet the 14-year-old girl at the station? <laughs> you try to? No, that's what I mean. Like, it to me is, like, you were caught red-handed in the act, you were on like your way. In the act, but he was caught right out, like pretty two months later. He was caught shortly thereafter. Yeah. You know what or I mean? Four months later, whatever. It's to me, it's like, yeah, I would have kept this guy in jail for as long as we possibly could. So, what any. would be your like max sentence for just the chat? And well, I guess he also was charged for uh, trying to subdue his friend and do God knows what. I'm gonna say at least ten years. Ten years. Ten I think years. that's fair. I think ten years makes sense. Like you should lose ten years. But are of your you life. still kind of on the like four years? Kind of makes sense. Like. I'm not saying he makes sense. I think he should be locked away for, for the rest of his... For how long would be you on a personal level? Not the rest like, of his life. Oh, really? I think he poses enough of a threat. He is enough of a creep. That's what the judge said. Right, that he should be kept away. But I think what we have to consider is what they can actually... Do. Do based off of what he did. Right. And I think it become, the lines become very blurry. And he did get out for good behavior. I don't remember good if I behavior. said that specifically. We should have let him get to the point where they met. And then grabbed his ass. Although it was months later. So no yeah. Reason, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you mean? You want him to kill someone? Right. I'm thinking started, about this as if there was a yeah, sting yeah. operation Well, that's involved. what I'm saying. When Lisa started mentioning the FBI, that. I was like, some Eve people, is FBI. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Some yeah. people assume that, but it was never confirmed or denied one way or another. Um, I, which I don't know why, but I'm guessing it wasn't confirmed because that would keep people like Dale from going on these chat rooms. True. And thus they wouldn't be able to catch them. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's why or if I just sucked at doing... The, the deep dive to figure that out. But another question I had for you guys. So do we think, and you got your realtor, you just bought a house. Do you think, and actually, before I ask the general question, do you have to disclose if there's fucking criminals on the street? How would you know that? Just looking it up. Like sex offender registries are like, Public yeah, it's public knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. Like, do you do you vet your streets or do you just stay away from that shit unless someone has questions? I'm not going door to door. I'm not that like. Hey, are you a pedophile? Just want to double check. Are you guys cooking meth in here? Because I have some, someone who may buy on this street. So you sold us our house. If we would have said to you, "Are there sex offenders in the area? Are what you, you required to search, conduct that search?" Check Megan's Law. It's a website you can look on Megan's Law. Is yeah. that your answer? They're like research. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that I'm not getting involved. Do it. You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously the answer to the question of like, would you want to know if there was a criminal or a pedophile or a sex I'm offender right now. <laughs> on your neighbor in your neighborhood is important. I want to know. Do you think it's necessary? Like, do yes. you think Ab- it should be disclosed? Absolutely. And by who? Do you think it's like the tenant's responsibility or do you think it's the realtor's responsibility to like know if the neighborhood's 
quote unquote safe. Like for instance, I truly have a sex offender that lives across. I mean, the you can me. you can do a general search, but like I wouldn't be able to tell you like, oh yeah, that guy that lives there yeah, is like I a guess sex I offender. Kind of like cross yeah, some lines like you probably. can do a search and. Well, so um, I'm gonna plug this book. Uh, Will my cat eat my eyeballs? I by love Caitlin. her. Docker, Dar- I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I was going to say Dockery, but there's no R. Dowdy. Yeah. Dowdy. Dowdy. Um, it's a great book. Watch her shit on YouTube. Ask yeah. Martician. She's my favorite. Um, I'm almost finished. So one of the questions is, if someone is trying to sell a house, do they have to tell the buyer someone died there? And they talk about by state, the laws are different it as is. far as like, can you... Is it the realtor's responsibility to disclose? If I ask you, can you tell... Like, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I know that's different than sex offenders and that kind of stuff but still something that might be different by state i believe so but like in pa you do have to disclose if something weird happened yes did you just say like oh by the way someone died on my floor like in this room but you guys i found or do you just say like how do you approach that like in real life like it's only ever happened to me once what did you say just want to let you guys know that someone did die in this house not this house not this house, but like she the house we you. were in at the time. Yeah, like it what was. Is, did it just come up in conversation? Like, is that no, the man, first not, thing you say? Or we is were it like in after the they left the house? You're like, we, okay. no, we were in the show. All right, we got to get this episode. Yeah, we're going down into um, a deep, deep dark. But so, place. we do think people should be um, warned. Do you think they should have a form? Like, like, okay, being warned is one thing, but like we were talking about it's illegal to take action using that information. But do you think like that would cause a mob, like kick him out of the area? Like, do you think the uproar would like, do you think that's fair to Dale that like anywhere he moves, he's going to immediately have a scarlet letter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meaning you think it's fair? Mm-hmm. I think it yep. is, but there has to be some, like where is he supposed to go then? Yeah. Well, you they know? have like a pedophile, I mean, he's not a pedophile. pedophile island? But, I mean, he might be, but like not in this specific case, that's not what he was really charged with. But Far away. They do. They do have a pedophile like city and I think it's in Florida. Oh my God. Where a bunch of registered sex offenders because they can't live by schools. Like they have a lot of stipulations. Right, um, so they all live in this like one confined area and it's very interesting. There's a documentary about it, but Another question I have for you is, do you think the part of his sentence, which I think is the most important, is that he has monitored access of the internet, if he uses it at all? Yeah. He's not allowed to use the internet. Like, I think that's a cool provision. I love that, and I also think he should um, have to use dial-up. Yep, you're cut out. Oh my god, that would be fucking hilarious. He's sitting there in his mom's basement on this old ass computer, like, damn it. Like, hacking his kids. Hang up, I need to make a phone call. Yeah, hang up the phone, mom. And apparently, he lived with his friends at first, but the uproar caused them to kick him out. So he is somewhere in Nebraska doing his thing. But if you look up on the sex offender registry in Nebraska, he is there. It's good old Dale. But he hasn't had a run in with the law since. Obviously, his shit's heavily monitored. He was released on good behavior all right well let us know what you guys think do you think this sentence was fair it was nine years but he only served four and a half so we'll go four and a half although i think we all agree that we wish it was a little longer based on what he was attempting to do but by what he did do i think it was a moderately fair sentence i think it's a good way to show people hey there's a level to this we let you have these chat room forums but if you take it this step too far there will be consequences and maybe that will deter people from the future of committing such like acting 
physically on their deviant fantasies but we can only hope let us know what you guys think thank you for joining us for this other dizzying episode of eye for an eye go listen to the case on gilberto valley let's compare and contrast and talk about uh, how you think both sentences played out yeah what do you think about these um these nuts these nuts um (laughs) the squirrel that attacks those fed meth in Maybe. the meth squirrel. These chat rooms and, and are they productive? Are they, are they not yeah. which way do they pros and cons? Are they better or worse for the situation? And we'll talk to you next week on another episode of I for an I rate, review, subscribe. Email us ifrypod at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, feelings. Um, we're constantly on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page having some deep discussions about Um, breaking news cases we're covering just general questions memes all that kind of stuff and go check out our merch shop because who doesn't want to rock eye for an eye merch i mean i want to rock rock (laughs) on that note bye bye